Good morning, Sunship, and welcome to A Course in Miracles, daily reading conference call, where we read from the original edition of ACIM, which is published by Course in Miracles Society. Today we are reading um, chapter 29, The Awakening, two sections, section 4 and 5, God's Witness, and Dream, can't read my rating. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 20 through 30 we're reading. Um, you may access an original edition by, on your device by going to jcim.net, and you'll see a link at the right end of the menu bar that says Online Edition. We gather from Monday through Friday from 9.15 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we read each paragraph twice until we're finished with our day's reading assignment. After that, we open up the call for sharing. When we share, we say our name, and when we're finished, we let everyone know by saying, am complete. We continue our workbook lesson practice where we remember when anyone's reading, speaking, listening, now or later, that they are the Son of God. We also invite our daily workbook lesson. It's lesson number 306. The gift of Christ is all I seek today. And then finally, we ask that you mute your phone at all times unless you're speaking by using your own mute function. So, has anyone joined the call that would like to announce their hair or get on the reading list? All right. Chris, I wonder if you would repeat our reading today, please. Absolutely. We are reading from Chapter 29, Sections 4 and 5, Paragraph 20 through 30. Thank you. Okay. So we have in order Lee, Bryce, Reverend Rija, Fran, Sharon, Carl, and listening or driving is Sheila, Rob, and Paula. Anyone else? Hi, it's Mary. Hi, Mary. Put you off the call. All right, Reverend Rita, shall we pray? Okay, we'll draw within and close our eyes if we'd like to and feel the peace and the stillness as we come together, this Holy Communion. We open this morning to our lesson for today. And this lesson tells us it's a basically an affirmation. The gift of Christ is all I seek today. In yoga we call it a sankalpa. It's a an intention, an affirmation. The lesson says what but Christ's vision would I use today when it can offer me a day in which I see a world so like to heaven that an ancient memory returns to me, Unquote. This is the gift that has been given me the moment I thought I was separate. I was not ejected from heaven without a way to return. The gift of Christ is my way home. Christ's vision, what else is there for me to seek? Christ's vision offers everything I want. In its light, I see the world anew, and it is this world, seen truly, that reflects the ancient memory of my home. The lesson says, today I can forget the world I made. Today I can go past all fear, and be restored to love and holiness and peace. 
Today, I am redeemed and born anew into a world of mercy and of care, of loving kindness and the peace of God. And so we pray. Our Father, we return to you, remembering we never went away, remembering your holy gifts to us in gratitude and thankfulness we come with empty hands and open hearts and minds, asking but what you give. We cannot make an offering sufficient for your Son, but in your love the gift of Christ is his. And so it is. Amen. We'll slowly open our eyes. (laughs) We'll come back to our body and join one another. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Richard. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Richard. Chapter 29, The Awakening. God's Witness. 20. Condemn your Savior not because he thinks he is a body, for beyond his dreams is his reality. But he must learn that he is a Savior first before he can remember what he is. And he must save who would be saved. And on saving you depends his happiness. For who is Savior but the one who gives salvation? And thus he learns it must be his to give. And unless he gives, he will not know what he has. For giving is the proof of having. And only those who think that God is lessened by their strength could fail to understand this must be so. For, the, for who could give unless he has? And who could lose by giving what must be increased thereby? Lee, 20 and 21, please. Condemn your Savior not, because he thinks he is a body. For beyond his dreams is his reality. But he must learn he is a Savior first, before he can remember what he is. And he must save who would be saved. On saving you depends his happiness. For who is Savior but the one who gives salvation. Thus he learns it must be his to give. Unless he gives, he will not know he has, for giving is the proof of having. Only those who think that God is lessened by their strength could fail to understand this must be so. For who could give unless he has? And who could lose by giving what must be increased thereby? 21. Think you the Father lost himself when he created you? Was he made weak because he shared his love? Was he made incomplete by your perfection? Or are you the proof that he is perfect and complete? Deny him not his witness in the dream his son prefers to his reality. He must be savior from the dream he made, that he be free of it. 
he must see someone else as not a body, one with him. Without the wall, the world has built to keep apart all living things who know not that they live. Within the dream of bodies and of death is yet one theme of truth, no more perhaps than just a tiny spark, a space of light created in the dark where God still shines. Thank you, Lee. Bryce, 21 and 22, please. Think you the Father lost himself when he created you? Was he made weak because he shared his love? Was he made incomplete by your perfection? Or are you the proof that he is perfect and complete? Deny him not his witness in the dream his son prefers to his reality. He must be savior from the dream he made, that he be free of it. He must see someone else as not a body, one with him. Without the wall the world has built to keep apart all living things who know not that they live. Within the dream of bodies and of death is yet one theme of truth. No more, perhaps, than just a tiny spark, a space of light created in the dark where God still shines. 22. You cannot wake yourself, yet you can let yourself be wakened. You can overlook your brother's dreams. So perfectly can you forgive him his illusions. He becomes your savior from your dreams. And as you see him shining in the space of light where God abides within the darkness, you will see that God himself is where his body is. Before this light, the body disappears as heavy shadows must give way to light. The darkness cannot choose that it remain. The coming of the light means it is gone. In glory will you see your brother then and understand what really fills the gap so long perceived as keeping you apart. Thanks, Bryce. Let me read it, 22 and 23, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, 22. You cannot wake yourself, yet you can let yourself be wakened. You can overlook your brother's dreams. So perfectly can you forgive him his illusions. He becomes your savior from your dreams. And as you see him shining in the space of light where God abides within the darkness, you will see that God himself is where his body is. Before this light, the body disappears, as heavy shadows must give way to light. The darkness cannot choose that it remain. The coming of the light means it is gone. In glory will you see your brother then and understand what really fills the gap so long perceived as keeping you apart. 23. 
There, in its place, God's witness has set forth the gentle way of kindness to God's Son. Whom you forgive is given power to forgive you your illusions. By your gift of freedom is it given unto you. Make way for love, which you did not create, but which you can extend. On earth, this means forgive your brother, that the darkness may be lifted from your mind. When light has come to him through your forgiveness, he will not forget his Savior, leaving him unsaved. For it was in your face he saw the light that he would keep beside him as he walks through darkness to the everlasting light. Thank you, Reverend Richa. Friend, 23 and 24, please. 23. There, in its place, God's witness has set forth the gentle way of kindness to God's Son, whom you forgive is given power to forgive you your illusions. By your gift of freedom is it given unto you. Make way for love, which you did not create, but which you can extend. On earth, this means forgive your brother, that the darkness may be lifted from your mind. When light has come to him through your forgiveness, he will not forget his Savior, leaving him unsaved. But within your face, he saw the light that he would keep beside him as he walks through darkness to the everlasting light. 24. How holy are you that the Son of God can be your Savior in the midst of dreams of desolation and disaster? See how eagerly he comes and steps aside from heavy shadows that have hidden him and shines on you in gratitude and love. He is himself, but not himself alone. And as his Father lost not part of him in your creation, so the light in him is brighter still because you gave your light to him to save him from the dark. And now the light in you must be as bright as shines in him. This is the spark that shines within the dream, that you can help him waken and be sure his waking eyes will rest on you. And in his glad salvation, you are saved. Sorry, thank you, Fran. Um, Sharon, 24, please. Just a moment, please. Thank you. How holy are you that the Son of God can be your Savior in the midst of dreams of desolation and disaster? See how eagerly he comes and steps aside from heavy shadows that have hidden him and shines on you in gratitude and love. He is himself, but not himself alone. And as his father lost not part of him in your creation, so the light in him is brighter still because you gave your light to him to save him from the dark. And now the light in you must be as bright as shines on in him 
This is the spark that shines within the dream that you can help him waken and be sure his waking eyes will rest on you. And in his glad salvation, you are saved. Thank you, Sharon. Let's open the floor. This is Sharon. The overriding message that I'm receiving from this reading this morning is to simply be patient and understanding of myself and everyone else that we really have been lost and we are really finding our way back. And if someone in my world doesn't know he's lost, she's lost, then they just need me, that's all. They just need me to remember for them. Thank you, I'm complete. Thank you, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. Now, this is Carl. Um, the first two sentences, I really, really like the first two sentences in uh, 22. You cannot wake yourself, yet you can let yourself be awakened. That's, for me, that's uh, what willingness is. Uh, willingness is, is, is writing the permission slip for the Holy Spirit, for your right mind to do the work in you that needs to be done in order to awaken. So, although you can't awaken yourself, you can write that permission slip. And once you make that choice and stay open, then there's no stopping it. I'm complete. Yay. Thank you, Carl. Thanks, Carl. This is Reverend Richard Joy. I just sort of wanted to um, share at this moment because it's sort of in, in light of what's been shared already. Um, you know, look at 22. Uh, <laughs> is that what... Um, Oh, yeah, that's what Carl had just said. But this, and the second sentence is, um, you, cannot, oh, you, you can overlook your brother's dreams. So perfectly can you forgive him his illusions. He becomes your savior from your dreams. So for me, it's not seeing my brother as, um, uh, as, uh, even dreaming, uh, I think for me, I want to go past that, beyond that, and see, I want to overlook my brother's dreams. And, and so perfectly, you can forgive him his illusions. In other words, I want, to, I want to look with the Christ vision, which is the Holy Spirit, which sees nothing but perfection. And this is not ambi-pamby, you know, pink, fuzzy clouds. This is reality. 
it's seeing the reality of my brother that will that he minds are joined and he will open to the reality as I see that not I don't want to see him and I'm I'm choosing not to see him in any way um, it's such a dichotomy I mean you know do I see him as, as in pain and suffering or do I see the reality of him I think forgiveness is to see what's real right in the in the presence of uh, what is seemingly real in other words his pain and his his loss of peace or whatever that's not real and I I don't want to give that any attention I want to see with the eyes of Christ today and see who he truly is and by that seeing I will know who I am and that's and then he becomes my savior because he reflects back to me in my vision it's so beautiful the perfect system I I know who I am by seeing who he is but if I see him stuck I'm stuck I'm someone stuck struggling to awaken if that's what I see him as I don't know if that's clear but that's what came up for me to share (laughs) thank you I'm complete thank you Reverend Regia yeah. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. I think I have an example of that. Great. I have been doing for 30 years both the course and a providing of all of the ins and outs of Gerson therapy for people who declared they were sick and had a doctor beside them saying so while I declared they were sick and they could get well. Does anybody see a little flaw in that? I got a string of people out there that are alive because of my illusion, not my reality. And even though I offered them the Course in Miracles, for the most part, for the last 15 of those 30 years, I'm still here with all these physical impediments. I read in the Course, now you are healed, you can heal. I go out there and plow that other supposed reality seeing them as needing something to heal them. Does anybody see where I'm making the mistake? I'm open. I'm complete. Rob, this is Carl. Yeah? My my suggestion is to not ask outwardly, but ask inwardly. Go inward and ask, and you just might find you'll get the answer. 
I'm complete. No, I'm, I'm asking this in a discussion group that now I'm seeing where the error is. I, I thought I elucidated it. The doctor is telling them they have a terminal disease. I am recognizing that they supposedly have a terminal disease, and I know the answer to it physically. Do you see that I'm joining the doctor, not the Christ? Yes, this is Reverend Rita Joy, and I would say yes. Yes, that's what I was. That's, that's what I was sharing. Thank you, Rob. Yes, yes thank you. That is an example. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. You're welcome. It's Lee. This is uh, this is another extraordinary section. This one. It begins to it begins to introduce. And Rob, I think you'll need to mute, uh, brother. Thank you. It begins to sure. It begins to introduce that we have something available within our experience of this world that can completely alter our experience of ourselves and of our brothers. It begins to speak of the fact that each of us is lost in a dream of sorts, but has an ability to emerge from the from the um, grips of that dream while we're here. And that we can do that for one another. That's what he's referring to for me when he speaks of salvation. He would save who would be saved. Giving is the proof of having. When I reach to provide an ability within this dream that I forgive you your illusions. What I do is enact something that I have um, available to me. It's just, it's just deeply available to me that I can either view this life in a distorted and difficult and egoic way or I can be guided by Holy Spirit to a completely different conception of this life. That egoic version is responsible for all the sense of separation I have between myself and everything else and everyone else. And that's the same, it's that same egoic version that's responsible for your um, separated experience of our dream of this world. That spark of life, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get really bear down on what I see here, but it's offering so much. Within any dream I ever have, at night or across this larger daylight version of a dream that we're sharing, I have two different ways that I can experience that, that dream. And one of them is an egoic, slumbering dream of fear and separation. But the other, the mind takes on a different completely different orientation toward the dream and that's no longer a dream of fear it's where the mind awakens to its nature and having awakened is released from the dream of fear 
now the mind awakens to its holiness and from that standpoint of holiness corrects for overtakes all the darkness that the dream of fear had been responsible for um, for making seem real that spark of life that he's talking about that spark of light when he speaks in 21 at the end of 21 within the dream of bodies and death is yet one theme of truth no more perhaps than just a tiny spark but it's a space of light created in the dark where God still shines that space of light is within my mind it's that space of light that allows me to shift that invites me to shift from a dream of fear to an awakened dream and in that awaking is everything associated with the ego's dream of fear lifted lifted from my heart it's lifted from my sight and what does he describe as a consequence that I let myself be awakened in 22 and I'm sorry and then I'll and then I'll close here but in 22 what I see is his description of what it would be for each one of us to go from a sleeping version of our dream of this life to a waking version or a lucid version of our dream of this life so perfectly he says in the third or fourth sentence here so perfectly can you forgive your brother his illusions that he becomes your savior from your dreams my slumbering version of this life led me to look on you with unforgiveness and when I extend to you the forgiveness that I had withheld you become my savior from my slumbering dream of judgment and condemnation and fear you become my savior when I forgive you all that I had seen in you that I hadn't known how to forgive you become my avenue to forgiveness and what does he describe here as he goes through this as you see your brother shining in that space of light where God abides you see when I forgive you you begin radiantly shining in that space where God abides within the dream of this world I don't need to try and figure out where that space is if I hold that space of light as within my mind where God abides then by forgiving you I'm suddenly standing in that space of light and you with me as you see your brother shining in that space of light where God abides within the darkness you'll see that God himself is where your brother's body is before this light his body disappears as heavy shadows must give way to light the darkness is not able to just choose that it remain right the darkness cannot choose that it remain the coming of the light means it's gone in glory will you see your brother then and understand what really fills the gap so long perceived 
as keeping you apart. It's this holiness where we stand together in that space of light that no darkness can overtake completely. Even within the ego's slumbering and fearful dream of this life, does that space of light where God abides exist within each of us? And when I extend to you the forgiveness I had withheld, you become my savior from the darkness. And we stand together in that light. And so it's so beautiful for me about this section. Thanks, guys. Ever say you're sorry. That was perfect. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Never say you're sorry. That was beautiful. Thanks, Lee. Um, I just want to zoom in on the prescription here uh, in paragraph 21 where it talks about how the Father uh, didn't lose himself when he created us or made weak or incomplete or um, but that we are the proof that he is perfect and complete in the same way that we are proof of God and the, then that's what our brother comes to us when we see him as he is. The prescription here says, deny him not his witness. In the dream, his son prefers to his reality. So what this means for me is as I see my brother in the truth of who he really is, no matter what his behavior is, uh, that he seems to be preferring his dream of something in his experience that has overtaken him beyond the truth of who he really is. I don't deny him that by reacting to that. I continue to, st to see him as he truly is and recognize that his dream does not diminish who he is. And as I see in that fashion, then the truth dawns on my mind and I don't react. I'm able to forgive him of what I think I would share with him in his dreams. It says, he must see someone else is not a body, one with him, without the wall the world has built, to keep apart all living things who not, know not that they live. For me, he has to see by my lack of reactivity, by my openness to him, by my willingness to see him in his glory as God created him, then he can see something different about me. When he sees that difference, that I'm not sharing his dream, that I'm sharing the reality of who he is, and, and that light shines in his mind. And when I see it in him, I receive it as a gift to myself. I'm complete. Thank you, Bryce. Bryce? Thank you, Bryce. 
This appears to be a two-step process. You are controlling your own light. By your reversal of mind induced by the Course, you will look out and see the world in perfection, your brother, sister in perfection. Now we get to the part where it says in the prayer, I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. That's the first part. You let the course as him, her, teach you to heal yourself by changing your mind about the world. And then you get to the first part. I will be healed by that which I have allowed the Course to do. And when the Course sends then, you are healed, now you can heal. It means, if you allow this light to be the only thing you see, then you can actually go out as a healer. Otherwise not. I'm complete. That's great, Rob. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Well, shall we go on to Section 5, Dream Rolls? All right. Sharon, you're up. 25, please. Thank you. Do you believe that truth can be but some illusions? They're dreams because they're not true. The equal truth becomes the basis for the miracle, which means that you have, you have understood that dreams are dreams and that escape depends not on the dream, but only on awakening. Could it be some dreams are kept and others awaken from? The choice is not between which dreams to keep, but only if you want to live in dreams or to awaken from them. Thus, it is the miracle does not select some dreams to leave untouched by its beneficence. You cannot dream some dreams and wake from some, for you are either sleeping or awake, and dreaming goes with only one of these. Thank you, Sharon. Carl, 25 and 26, please. Do you believe the truth can be but some illusions? There are dream- they are dreams because they are not true. The equal lack of truth becomes the basis for the miracle, which means that you have understood that dreams are dreams and that escape depends not on the dream, but only on awaking. Could it be some dreams are kept and others awakened from, awakened from or awakened from? The choice is not between which dreams to keep, but only if you want to live in dreams or to awaken from them. Thus it is, thus it is the miracle does not select some dreams to leave untouched by its beneficence. 
You cannot dream some dreams and wake from some. You are either sleeping or awake, and dreaming goes with only one of these. 26. The dreams you think you like would hold you back as much as those in which the fear is seen. For every dream is but a dream of fear, no matter what the form it seems to take. The fear is seen within, without, or both. Or it can be disguised in pleasant form. But never is it absent from the dream, for fear is the material of dreams from which they are made. Their form can change, but they cannot be made of something else. The miracle the miracle were treacherous indeed if it allowed you still to be afraid because you did not recognize the fear. You would not then be willing to awake, for which the miracle prepares the way. Thank you, Carl. Mary, 26 and 27, please. The dreams you think you like would hold you back as much as those in which the fear is seen. For every dream is but a dream of fear, no matter what the form it seems to take. The fear is seen within, without, or both. Or it can be disguised in pleasant form. But never is it absent from the dream. For fear is the material of dreams from which they are made. Their form can change, but they cannot be made of something else. The miracle were treacherous indeed if it allowed you to be still to be afraid because you did not recognize the fear. You would not then be willing to awake for which the miracle prepares the way. 27. In simplest form, it can be said, attacked is a response to function unfulfilled as you perceive the function. It can be in you or someone else, but where it is perceived, it will be there it is attacked. Depression or assault must be the theme of every dream, for they are made of fear. The thin disguise of pleasure and of joy in which they may be wrapped but slightly veils the heavy lump of fear which is their core. And it is this the miracle perceives, and not the wrappings in which it is bound. Thank you, Mary. Do we have a new reader, please, for 27 and 28? Josie, I can read. Thanks, Josie. In simplest form, it can be said, attack is a response to function unfulfilled as you perceive the function. It can be in you or someone else, but where it is perceived, it will be there. It is attacked. 
Depression or assault must be the theme of every dream, for they are made of fear. The thin disguise of pleasure and joy in which they may be wrapped but slightly veils the heavy lump of fear which is their core. And it is this the miracle perceives and not the wrappings in which it is bound. 28. When you are angry, it is not because someone has failed to fill the function you allotted him. Oh, when you are angry, is it not because someone has failed to fill the function you allotted him? And does not this become the reason your attack is justified? The dreams you think you like are those in which the functions you have given have been filled. The needs with which you ascribe to you are met. It does not matter if they be fulfilled or merely wanted. It is the idea that they exist from which the fear, fears arise. Dreams are not wanted more or less. They are desired or not. And each one represents some function which you have assigned, some goal which an event or body or a thing should represent and should achieve for you. If it succeeds, you think you like the dream. If it should fail, you think the dream is sad. But whether it succeeds or fails is not its core, but just the flimsy covering. Thank you, Josie. Do we have a new reader, please, for 28 and 29? Hi, it's Barbara. I can read. Thanks, Barbara. 28. When you are angry, is it not because someone has failed to fill the function you allotted him? And does not this become the reason your attack is justified? The dreams you think you like are those in which the functions you have given have been filled. The needs which you ascribe to you are met. It does not matter if they be fulfilled or merely wanted. It is the idea that they exist from which the fears arrive. Dreams are not wanted more or less. They are desired or not and each one represents some function which you have assigned, some goal which an event or body or a thing should represent and should achieve for you. If it succeeds, you think you like the dream. If it should fail, you think the dream is sad. But whether it succeeds or fails is not its core, but just the flimsy covering. 29. How happy would your dreams become if you were not the one who gave the proper role to every figure which the dream contains? No one can fail but your idea of him, and there is no betrayal but of this. The core of dreams the Holy Spirit gives is never one of fear. The coverings may not appear to change, 
but what they mean has changed because they cover something else. Perceptions are determined by their purpose and that they seem to be what they are for. A shadow figure who attacks becomes a brother giving you a chance to help if this becomes the function of the dream. And dreams of sadness thus are turned to joy. Thank you, Barbara. Lee, 29 and 30, please. How happy would your dreams become if you were not the one who gave the proper role to every figure which the dream contains? No one can fail but your idea of him. And there is no betrayal but of this. The core of dreams the Holy Spirit gives is never one of fear. The coverings may not appear to change, but what they mean has changed because they cover something else. Perceptions are determined by their purpose in that they seem to be what they are for. A shadow figure who attacks becomes a brother giving you a chance to help if this becomes the function of the dream. And dreams of sadness thus are turned to joy. 30. What is your brother for? You do not know because your function is obscure to you. Do not ascribe a role to him which you imagine would bring happiness to you. And do not try to hurt him when he fails to take the part which you assign to him in what you dream your life was meant to be. He asks for help in every dream he has, and you have help to give him if you see the function of the dream as he perceives its function, who can utilize all dreams as means to serve the function given him. Because he loves the dreamer, not the dream, each dream becomes an offering of love. For at its center is his love for you, which lights whatever form it takes with love. Thanks, Lee. And Bryce, 30, please. You know, I just, this is too beautiful for me to not offer to someone else to read. Uh, there's somebody else who's got a hankering that they want to read this. How about Reverend Rija? There you go. And then Reverend Rija, right after that, how about you roll that into a prayer, or goosebumps, and roll it into a prayer, and we'll open up the floor. <laughs> okay, sounds All good. All right. All right. And uh, so, 30. What is your brother for? You do not know because your function is obscure to you. Do not ascribe a role to him which you imagine would bring happiness to you. And do not try to hurt him when he fails to take the part which you assign to him in what you dream your life was meant to be. He asks for help in every dream he has. And you have help to give him if you see the function of the dream as he, capital H, perceives his function who can utilize all dreams as means to serve the function given him. Because he loves the dreamer, not the dream, each dream becomes an offering of love. For at its center is his love for you, which lights whatever form it takes with love. 
so we open now the function that was given us today our lesson the gift of Christ is all I seek today that's our function is Christ's vision which is forgiveness so when I forgive which is seeing what is real then I no longer prescribe a function to my brother which he doesn't fulfill that doesn't happen I see my brother as he truly is right here and right now and then I see myself as I truly am right here right now and then the dreams I made recede this world is born anew in this vision in Christ's vision and I remember truth I remember my function which is forgiveness and then there's only love to extend I remember that that's what I am that's what created me and that's what I extend to my brother we are saviors unto one another as we open to the truth it's such a beautiful dance I see my brother sinless and guiltless and whole and complete and in that seeing I know that is what I am and we are one and the separation is healed and then we are here just to extend our love that's what I am called to remember today to do today and every holy instant and I accept and so it is amen amen thank you thank you thank you thank you Reverend Richa this is Reverend Richa Joy and I have an example well I think I do um, I just have to ask myself have I ever uh, not fulfilled a role that someone else had you know put, let alone someone else not fulfilling a role I thought they should <laughs> that's a given but also have I ex- had that experience of not fulfilling a role that someone else has given me and so they show up as being thoroughly disappointed and uh, oh a host of things they could be angry um, they could uh, abandon me whatever because all because I didn't fulfill a role that they thought I should <laughs> and so I get to experience both ends of that and it's um, it's all insanity and it's all illusion because it only works when we see the role as what it truly is you know with truth that my brother is my savior that's his role he shows me who I am when I look with the eyes of Christ and then we're both saved and that's the dance thank you I'm complete thank you Regia thank you Reverend Regia thank you Reverend Regia this is Sharon and it's my challenge is to be able to do just that and so I just asked for help thank you I'm complete thanks Sharon thanks Reverend Rita I love that you brought that up I that didn't enter my mind I was thinking about 
the people that haven't fulfilled my idea of a role. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up because it gives me something else to think about. Thank you. The idea of attack or depression makes clear the invalidity of the view that you're having. If there is an inclination for either one, you are not in joyous light. I'm speaking of myself here and recognizing all the times that I could not enjoy the joyous light because of someone's dark idea about me and my returning either usually attack idea about them. The combination is nothing but a dream. There is no light in it. And because I could actually see them and see what we were doing, I find that the description from the Gnostic Gospels is perfect. That light we think we see in the dream is called gloom and describes attack and depression perfectly. So my idea is never to be angry, to look at my anger and not say which do I want to be depressed or return an attack, but to ask the Holy Spirit, show me the true perception of the light here so that the gloom can disappear. I'm done. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. This is Sharon, and one overriding uh, gift I received from this this morning is that Jesus is totally calling my number, and he still loves me. He really loves me. I feel like Sally Field. He really loves me. (laughs) Thank you. I'm complete. Uh, that's so cute. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Perfect. It's Lee. One of the things that stands out for me, just uh, um, that is a real takeaway, and it's simple, is that um, my experience of uh, every moment is spoiled when I do one of two things. I ascribe to myself the needs which I say need be met by others, and um, my computer crashed so I'm on the I'm on my cell. Um, yeah, it's it, I ascribe to myself needs that I claim must be met for my happiness, and I ascribe to you functions that I claim you have to fill uh, in order that I have my needs met. So when I go about doing those two things, that's a prescription for um, for um, becoming. Uh, wildly controlling and uh, and very unforgiving uh, it's a it's a uh, prescription for unhappiness uh, this this whole uh, thrust of forgiveness in the course is that I reduce my sense of what I think I need to be happy and I reduce the roles that I ascribe to others that I claim need be fulfilled lest I become um, cross or betrayed or 
abandoned or all these meanings that I put on things. I love that he says in this section, the Holy Spirit offers a core of dreams that are entirely different than everything I've known before. The core of dreams the Holy Spirit offers has no, um, has, is no respecter of the coverings of the situational references that used to make me crazy. It can overcome everything and offer a core of peace in spite of circumstance. That's what I really love about this section. Thanks, I'm complete. Thank you, Lee. Thank, Thank you, Lee. Lee. Yeah, this Thank is you, Rice. Um, I uh, shared on the after call yesterday um, some reactivity to the idea of, quote, unquote, the illusion. And uh, what I'd like to bring out in paragraph 29 is why that is the case for me. Giving meaning to the dream, not the specifics, because the specifics are what I have decided are important. That's what I witness in the world when I see someone upset, depressed, when I have that experience in myself. I've decided what I want the dream to accomplish, or I've decided I don't like what it has accomplished. But to believe that there is a purpose, and that's what this paragraph offers me the way to let go of what I think anything is for, to try and assign me to it the way that would give me pleasure or that would give me some interpretation of it that's important, but to recognize there is love available to me in every situation that happens, I'm given a purpose in my experience where it says a shadow figure who attacks becomes a brother giving you a chance to help if this becomes the function of the dream. I am here to be helpful, but not the way I could imagine it, not according to my own ideas. Um, but if I can see the dream, the dreamer, uh, in every situation, as the greatest joy that I could see. The Son of God, the vision of Christ, seeing the gift of life in everyone and everything, if that becomes my function, if I'm electrified by the beauty of holiness in the dream because of who lights it up, who lights up the dream, that, that becomes reality. I'm complete. Thank you, Bryce. Yes. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. Everyone in Judea had a chance to see the new light emanating from what, quote, had not been done, unquote. Those who saw it went forth to preach it. The others appear to still be right where they were. Um, and our job is to help them, it seems to me. I'm complete. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Think of the elusive moments 
that are going on in the world right now from a large, large proportion of the billions. Now think about spreading your perception, your corrected perception. I came to be truly helpful. Not in the way I thought, not in the way they thought. I came to be truly helpful the way the Holy Spirit will direct me. And that spreading across the world is the real light that we are all capable of understanding and doing. This is a golden opportunity. I always wanted to be helpful. I just didn't understand that I was impeded in the dream by not having the correct perception. This is the Bible's Pray Constantly and the Course in Miracles. As Raj says, what did not get into the Course in Miracles, either any of the books, the Holy Spirit is your right mind held in trust for you while you dally with the ego mind. So it's Holy Spirit, show me the true perception of this. You're not asked to look out there and see it perfectly constantly. You're there to recognize that you're seeing it in the gloom and ask for the light. Then you have done your job, I think. What do the rest of you think? I'm complete. Sounds good to me. Love it. Uh, yeah, this is Reverend Regent. Uh, when you said, uh, Rob, when you said, uh, um, you said something about doing, and I'm, what I was thinking of, um, it is a doing, but it's also a being. You know, it's, I, and I don't see it as something we do. I think it's something we are. And um, when you are, you are the light of the world, you know. You know, when we come, when we, when we be, when we are, then we, ex- because we are love. He said, you are, you know, you, you are love. You know, love created, you know, uh, me like itself. And so if we are love, then we be love. And that is the healing of the separation because we're extending that which we are. And uh, I think in the second coming, is that where he said, you are my hands and my feet. And so if I see that my only purpose is to forgive, which is to see what is real in each and everything, then I can use whatever perception has to offer for that extension, for that extension of uh, beingness. <laughs> You know, and I extend uh, the vision of what is real and not misperceive and not first misperceive and then heal the misperception. It's, it's, it's just be out from our right mind and not dally with the ego to be. I'm complete. Thank you. Yeah. May I respond to that? Um, here's the reason I say this. Look at this 30 years of looking at the Course, and now I'm finally getting it, I think. I think. Thinking without a partner is intellectualization. This is the Bible's pray constantly, and the current interpretation of the Course in Miracles by the author as saying, one thing never got in any book, and the clarity made about the gap by all of you 
to me that I'm in the gap. I've got a habit of being in the gap. And so either do what the Bible says or do what the author of this treatise says when he says, the one thing I didn't manage to get anybody to write down is the Holy Spirit is your right mind held in trust for you. By whom? By the Holy Spirit. While you dally with the ego, and I have a 77-year experience of dalliance, and I'm, I'm sort of stuck in it, but there is an out. There is an escape clause. If I can remember the escape clause, Ugh, that's the way I see it. No, no, it's not that way. Holy Spirit, show me the true perception of this. Brings me back into the real light, out of the gloom. Um, could anybody else... Help me with this. Um, Thanks, Rob. Thank you both. I'm helping you by acknowledging I'm seeing you as a Christ now, and your support to the community uh, is a beautiful expression of the Holy Spirit to me in action. Thanks for being that <laughs> complete. Thank you. Nice to quit, Bryce. I agree. Oh, sorry to be the party breaker upper. Reverend Rijo, what do you say? Yes. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Well, and you know, it's a wonderful discussion. We have the after call to continue in our taking in of what we read today. And so for a few moments we'll just uh close our eyes and end our time together with a few moments of stillness, quiet and a short prayer. We learn today of God's witnesses. How often I've learned in A Course in Miracles that my brother is my savior. And yet, what does that truly mean? Today we read, quote, for who is savior but the one who gives salvation, unquote. This would mean I receive salvation from my brother and still... How is that possible? Today I learned from Elder Brother that when I see my brother with the, quote, gift of Christ's vision, unquote, given me and accepted today, he becomes the witness unto the love we both are and by which we both were created. This is true forgiveness. And this is the way my brother becomes my savior and his own savior as well. Savior from the dream we made. This is how he becomes free and I am freed as well. In him, my brother, do I see myself, the Holy Christ. This is the second coming. As I behold in my brother the witness unto love through the eyes of forgiveness quote and as you see him shining in the space of light where god abides within the darkness you will see that god himself is where his body is unquote. if i am proof of my creator's perfection and i turn and see my brother as myself then he becomes the witness unto our creator's 
perfection and completeness as well and is my savior this is forgiveness seeing what is real and everyone and everything quote whom you forgive is given power to forgive you your illusions by your gift of freedom is it given unto you unquote in our witnessing to the reality of each other are we saved and so we pray father mother God these the words that echo in my soul how holy are you that the Son of God can be your Savior in the midst of dreams of desolation and disaster see how eagerly he comes and steps aside from heavy shadows that have hidden him and shines on you in gratitude and love this is the spark that shines within the dream that you can help him waken and be sure his waking eyes will rest on you and in his glad salvation you are saved and so it is amen amen, amen. thank you thank you, thank you everybody